0: Wow, look at that. You ready to rank this shit? Yeah.
1: Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and well that's pretty much it. So uh let's go! <laughs>
0: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we take whatever band or artists we're doing for the week and we rank all their all of their records from worst to best and we also give our biggest banger from each of those if they have one. Uh, my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether. is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. You can also listen to the podcast anywhere you find podcasts except for iHeartRadio because they suck. Uh, so get into that we have a phone number you can call um, leave us a voicemail text us uh, the, the phone number is 503-893-5307 get into that because we, uh, we will take suggestions that's what we did this week with the Bloodhound Gang um, so yeah we're doing Bloodhound Gang we're going we're gonna to rank all five of their records And uh, but before we do that we're going to get into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge sure. if you don't know what that is we try to connect the dots between the artists of the week Bloodhound Gang with Tom DeLonge. And uh, I only got one today, so I don't know how many you got.
1: I got zero because...
0: Oh, okay. Wonderful. Because Always along,
1: Because huh? we just kind of... So oh, no, I, I started with Jimmy Pop. No, there was a good excuse. I started with Jimmy Pop and then it immediately <laughs> went to like And We had just did CQY like a month ago. Okay. And then I tried true, to do Hasselhoff and I was like, okay, this is a little bit difficult and then I got distracted, and then I forgot until today. And then instead of doing the Six Degrees, I worked on this excuse.
0: (laughs) 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 I will say, if you take CKY out of the the equation, this is like one of the hardest Six Degrees we've we've done. It It was! (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't very easy, because this band, they were popular for like a year, and then they never did anything really outside of this band and um, yeah, it was it was difficult, but I did find one connection, and uh, and so I'll I mean I'll talk about it. So we start with Daniel P. Carter. He uh, he was in the Bloodhound Gang from like I think 2007 to 2015, or 2009 to 2015, something like that. And uh, he played guitar in the band, but he's also known to be like a songwriter, a radio DJ, and all that shit. Uh, but he wrote uh, several songs for the band McFly. Uh, which Ooh. I know you're, you're aware of. Yeah. And if you don't know, Mark Hoppus was also involved with that band and sang on their song uh, Growing Up. And then so we have Mark to Tom and Blake. Mark also so sang on that was the super really group
1: with Busted and McFly. The two bands, Busted and yeah, McFly McBusin, joined yeah. up, McBusted. And Mark sang on one of their songs, too, I Hate Your Guts.
0: Yep, it's true. So, yeah, that was really the outside of CKY. That was like one of the only... Uh, the only connection that I can make because this Daniel P. Carter, even I, I thought he was more popular than, than he was like looking him up. He's really not that popular. He has a, a very successful radio show on BBC that like a lot of bands and artists go on. But I thought, yeah, other than that, like musically, yeah, I don't know. I thought he was way bigger than, than that, but whatever. So that's my <laughs> only six degrees of Tom Delong. really short one, but it works. So, that's all I got. So let's get get right into the album ranking. So we're gonna do their five the five Bloodhound Gang records, uh, starting with their worst, at number five, and then biggest banger from each. So what do you got for number five? Go. All
1: right, number five, their worst, not their least best, but this is their worst. Worst. Okay. This is uh, this is their only bad record, and that is Hard Off. Really? Okay. Their fifth album. Really? What you mean, really? It's like objectively really? bad. This is really it starts off incredibly strong too. Like one of <laughs> the strongest starts they've ever had. But yeah. damn, it just it tapers off, immediately never recovers from that. There's there's the wit is still here, but the amount of electronic stuff's backing it doesn't match. And it just seems like this album doesn't even know what it wants to do. And overall it's just like mm-hmm. it's this is soft rock. This is soft rock sounding. <laughs> There's very, very little excitement. And it's a worse Hefty Fine because people wow. hated Hefty Fine. This album is bad, dude. I'm
0: color me surprised. What are you
1: surprised color about? Surprised. I, I'm fu- I, I don't know why you would be surprised at that.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh Oh so, and my,
1: my! My favorite song is uh, yeah. Obviously, it's my dad says that's for pussies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that song. That song is so good. I love that song. It's a fucking banger. It's a beyond banger. <laughs> it is some of the best lyrics. I think but, some of the best lyrics like that he's ever written. <laughs>
1: I, I would. I would <laughs> tend to agree. It's but so the, fucking. Dude, funny. the album never recovers from that. Really, you don't think so, huh? Absolutely not. I know so. This album is not good.
0: Okay. And I was. This
1: right. was coming off a high. I listened to this right after Hefty Fine, and I was, I dude, I was on cloud nine. And then it Maybe starts off with. That. But then it starts off. My dad says that's for pussies. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude. This can't. No matter what happens after this, I'm gonna love it. And then <laughs> I was just like, wow, this killed my mood.
0: Oh, god. Oh god. Okay. So that's that's your number five. Okay, uh, that's very wrong. But my Easy. number five, um, my number five is use your fingers. I don't like this record. Never liked it. I I went I, this week. I went into an open with an open mind on this one, thinking, okay, it's been many many years since I I've even thought about listening to it, and it's just not good, man. It's not. Uh, it's rough. Some of the I mean the lyrics are good at points, but he hadn't refined his his he hadn't refined that part of his his abilities yet and uh yeah use your fingers man it's 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 pretty much just jimmy pop and the other guy daddy long legs and it's much more of like a beastie boys-esque kind of hip-hop record and um it just sounds like crap it's it's just a crap crap album i never liked it still don't like it uh yeah it's the first one like i said came out 95 and if i had to pick a song actually i do like the song mama say the single and actually have the single on vinyl i picked it up from Nichols for free That's right. um, So I actually do have that on vinyl, but I would never pick up this record. No, never pick up this record. It's not. Well, you're good. You have the single. It's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine with just the single. So I still
1: cannot fucking believe there that there was a Bloodhound Gang single on like the bargain bin.
0: I know, and then he just gave it to me for free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so cool. All right. So that yeah, it's my number five crappy crappy record. Use your fingers. Uh, What do you got for number four?
1: Okay, well, now we're venturing into the good ta- category here, the good territory. Everything else is at least good to great. Hooray for Boobies mm. is number four for me.
0: Okay. Their third okay.
1: album, 1999. It's not a bad record at all. And it, uh, like I said, this this would get at least a two. My problem with this is that it's too similar to Beer Coaster. And really? For what it's worth, like this band has only written like five songs and Jimmy just changes the subject material over and over. And that's not a bad thing because a lot of bands will only write five songs. Bob Dylan made a career out of it. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. But to think that this band has not written more than five songs is just completely silly. And then the other one is like, this was like an hour long, which I think coming off Beer Coaster is just, is just too long. It's length yeah. and the fact that it's not too... Like going from Use Your Fingers to Beer Coaster was huge. And then going from Hooray for boobies to have to find was huge. Going from beer Coaster to this one, it's not that big.
0: Yeah, Too I similar. guess I I could see what you I could see what you mean.
1: And it was fucking long,
0: but <laughs> it but again, is, it's is a long
1: record. Again, this is still at least a two. I would buy this on vinyl, and it's now on my oh you long would because you didn't. Yeah. I know well, you didn't because I bought I, it. But last time I listened to this had been many many moons ago, and I didn't think it was that great, and had I bought it cuz you bought yours which is now worth way more but you bought it for cheap right
0: yeah i got it was during uh, the black friday or like the holiday sale on um it was the src i think so, some I, I think it was src it's it's the clear variant double lp and yeah i got it I could, with the discounts i think i got it for like 25 yeah. and and then cuz yeah you were it was the it was already the holiday discount plus like i was able to find other discount codes So I think I got it for twenty five, and then now it's going for I think seventy or eighty now. But yeah, I I told you to get it too. I told you at the time. I said get it now. It's going to go up.
1: (laughs) This upcoming holiday, uh, I'm going to pick this up if I see it again for that cheap, I'll pick it up. Yeah, but um, right, right turn, Clyde.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: This is uh, this is cool because this is like a precursor to Hefty Fine. That sound, Mm -hmm. and it's got this cool soft groove. And he uses the word tiddlywink. Like, who the fuck uses the word tiddlywink when you're, like, trying to spit rhymes and be a funny guy? Tiddlywink, what a dumb word. And they make fun of, like, The Wall by Pink Floyd. It's just an overall great song. It's funny. It's witty. It's a good song.
0: Very good. Very good song. Great record, too. Okay, so that was number four. Uh, My four and three are pretty much the same. They could be interchangeable. I, 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 like them equally. Um, but I guess I'll just go with my number four is being hard off. I really like this record. I think it's really funny. I think this has some of the best lyrics or some of the funniest lyrics, um, that he's ever done. I think I think this record and, and one fierce beer coaster have his best lyrics. And my, my favorite song is my dad says that's for pussies. Like we talked about Dude, It's, it's, just so fun. every time i listen to it, it's so funny chew toy another great song with some really funny lyrics um and then what's well, what's the other one um the one where he talks about diarrhea oh my god oh, barfing like in somebody's toilet fun? no no the the song off this record the, the, the lyric the lyric is like barfing in somebody else's toilet toilet no barfing in the toilet with somebody else's diarrhea and then oh. the end of the song and the end of the song is just him going diarrhea diarrhea like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so like childish but it's so fucking funny he sings with like a like a thick german a- or like a german accent or something like that do you know what i can't even remember the name of it it's not think outside the box i think it might be I, I just I think you're giving this remember. album
1: way too much credit. I think this is another one of those, like the, like the AFI syndrome, the AFI body syndrome no. that you have.
0: It's almost not like, good. It's really not. I think, I think the reason why I like it more is because following the band, like I have, they, like almost half of these songs, they released years before the record came out. Like uh, Dimes, American Bitches, Chew Toy, Uncool as Me, Clean Up an Isle, Sexy those songs came out like in 2010, 2011. So they had been out for a long time prior and then I think they they just needed like stuff to make a full record, so they just threw on like old songs they've already released. So that, I think that's another reason why this album sounds so so just kind of all over the place because the songs weren't made at the same time. So a good half of them weren't. So
1: That would anyway, make sense. I think I
0: think it's I think cuz yeah, cuz songs like Dimes and Clean Up an Isle Sexy are very much more like dance, Euro dancey. And then you get like the acoustic song, American Bitches. And then it's, it's a very varied record, but it doesn't, it doesn't flow well. I will agree with you. It does not flow well.
1: If it wasn't but for my dad did. says this would get a sub one from me, but Dude, because thinking. it has that song on it, it gets at least a one.
0: <laughs> it's bad. Oh my God. Wait, what does he say about the light beer? I'm trying to remember that lyric. Uh, he says, um, "He says
1: some pretty fucked gurgling, up things.
0: He says like gurgling, gurgling cum is how they make light beer or something like that. <laughs> it's like it's so fucked up. Like <laughs> in uh,
1: 2015 is not that long ago either. I know. And just some of like the you, racy things that he says is
0: quite. And funny. you know that you know that these are things that his dad probably said at some point. Absolutely, yeah." Oh, and then the other one, which you know definitely doesn't fly nowadays, but I'm, I'll just say it anyway because it's just—it's so like fourteen-year-old. But he's the 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 lyric: "This fair trade coffee tastes like gay." Like it's it's the pause between the fair trade coffee and then gay, and like how like, how just,
1: hard he enunciates the word "gay" too is is <laughs> just, like he really wants you to know that he's saying "gay."
0: It's oh my god, dude! But it's it's so fourteen-year-old from like the nineties. I buy so factory coffee though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I I would get this on vinyl. I would definitely get this on Dude, vinyl. No. I think it's cool record. No, no, no. I totally would. This is totally like $5, would.
1: I'd pick it up. If this is a dollar in the bargain bin, I'd get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd oh. get it for a dollar too. Definitely get it for a dollar. I think it's going I think on their site they still have some copies left and I think they're going for 40, but I'm not going to 40? No about way. It. Not yeah, even I'm not close to go 40. I, I would I would do twenty. I would do twenty on this record. Ugh. But not more. Not more than twenty.
1: Mm, no. Uh
0: okay, so yeah, that's my number four is hard off. What do you got for number three? Number three. Um so here here's where I'm getting into like
1: like am I ranking these based purely off nostalgia? Am I ranking these based purely off of what I like? Because I've heard it so many times. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it how I have it here because okay. It's subjective, and I don't fucking care. But Use Your Fingers is number three for me, their first album.
0: I don't get it, man. I don't get that.
1: I never heard this album before, except for, obviously, You're Pretty When I'm Drunk. No, I, Mm -hmm. no. This is silly hip-hop. But, again, like you said, this is is like Beastie Boys-styled hip-hop. This is hip-hop influenced, and it's energetic, it's funny, it's loaded with content. There's also a lot of back and forth call and answer stuff from like Jimmy and other members of the band and mm-hmm. it's 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 cute. Like they never really done more with that part of it. It always just went into him doing it all himself. And so I think mm-hmm. that part is a fair comparison to like the Beastie Boys. Obviously not like in that same vein as what they did because they were so different, but but like, if I had to speak negatively, the only song I really didn't care for is is the Kids in America cover. I thought that was oh, it's
0: so bad. bad. Oh, and, it was so bad.
1: And like in the second half of the album, there's a couple tracks that lose kind of like the hype and the excitement. But overall, this is a banger of an album. It's it's really yeah, it's super exciting. It's super fun. <sighs> it is it is the most different thing than they've ever done, and it's it's cool to see like their roots and. How they grew as a band. I love this album.
0: I thought it was amazing. Okay. Okay. I don't, wow. That's wild.
1: That's why I don't understand like why you like hard off because it's so similar and it's just such like a, a B rate of everything they've done, but like use your fingers. You rated it so low, which is so different than everything they've done, but it's still good. And like you're pretty when I'm drunk. that's an iconic bloodhound gang song.
0: Yeah, it is. So yeah. it's
1: it's fucking it's it's a hip hop song without instruments, right? It's all beatboxing and layering and it's insanely cruel, but also so damn funny.
0: That's <laughs> true. I, I, I remember them playing that live, too. That was it was bad. But wow, I, I, I just unbelievable. It's number three for you. I just I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't think it's what, it's a what, bad record, dude.
1: How so? Like, what would you have picked my top? How would you have ranked pre-ranked my five, my one through five?
0: So I think your least favorite would have been "Use Your Fingers." Then I was going to say it was going to be, uh, I was going to say it was going to be "Beer Coaster." Then "Hard Off." Then "Boobies," <laughs> and then "Hefty Find" as number one.
1: Yeah, I feel like you don't even know me at all. You throw any well, kind of like hip hop into it, I'm going to enjoy it. Especially when it's like rap, hip hop from the mid nineties, right smack in the middle of the nineties. It 90s. wasn't
0: even that good. That's the thing. Like it was, it is that good. that good
1: though. It is that good because <sighs> rap is so, thank God rap, we didn't do this record. Rap in the nineties was so up its ass. And here we got a bunch of guys that fucking don't take anything in life seriously. Even more so than <laughs> the Beastie boys. My God. And it's just like, here we go. Like the Beastie boys, did License to Ill, and then grew up from that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even like half of License to Ill isn't that immature and bad. It's only like the big half that it's immature and bad. The other half is, is not bad hip hop at all. But Use Your Fingers yeah. is, is such a joke. Like, dude, Use Your Fingers is the fucking name of the album. It is a <laughs> joke of an album. It is so different than anything
0: anyone's ever done in hip hop. I wouldn't know. Come on, man. I wouldn't say it's. No, it's not. Name one other band it's, that it's takes hip hop
1: less it's, seriously than, than this. Name, just name one. Two hip-hop Crew. Group. Two Live Crew. What are you talking about? They take hip hop seriously. They very did not take seriously. themselves seriously. No, yes, they, they did. They just used Lyrically, vulgar no. words. You make, no, you're mistaking vulgar words from not taking themselves seriously. The bad production on this, the poor writing, everything about this is this band not taking themselves seriously. Two Live Crew is not that. Not that at all. Two Life Crew took themselves very seriously. Just because they said booties and hoes and bitches and stuff does not mean they didn't take the band seriously. <laughs> they did. Bloodhound <laughs> Gang, use your fingers, did right. not take themselves okay. seriously. This is different than anything. I agree. They, they anything
0: they, you've ever heard in they hip-hop. didn't take themselves seriously. I mean, nothing. None of their albums, they take themselves seriously on. But nothing so, has ever
1: been hip hop. This is the only thing that's even close. And this is not even that hip hop, but. Uh, Nothing else has even been close to being like this type of hip hop. So that's of course it's true. You're true. You're fucking like it's not my number two.
0: I can't believe I thought it for sure it was gonna be at at the bottom.
1: And like thought I just still sure don't understand went. hard off. Like objectively, hard off is a bootleg hefty fine. Dude, it is that's just, fine. It's just not and it's still good. funny. It's it's, it's not that funny, funny though. Hell. Like we've we've gotten to the point now where we've heard these jokes and now it's ninety-five from, from use your fingers, two thousand fifteen Decades later, <laughs> okay, the same jokes, the, you know, the same jokes are being said. And yeah, okay, I guess that's that's okay, fine. Okay, but when you write the we, same we, okay, fucking album, the same fucking okay, album Jeff, you write, and it you, took you, you ten know, years to come out with you know, that,
0: you know that we still laugh the same shit we laughed about when we were fourteen years old. Of course we do. So don't so don't give me that. We're shit. Not putting out records. Don't what give are you me talking that. About? Shit. People just are doing this people. for fun. <laughs> we're, Hell We're not putting out records Get out here. Get off your fucking high horse over here, dude. Get out of here. Don't, if he's don't act gonna, like you're, you're holier every, than thou,
1: every record, every fucking record guy. that they've done has been better than the last in some capacity, except for Hard Off. That is the only one uh, that has been truly just a rehash of all the shit they've ever done. Everything else fine. has been better. Who
0: cares? Who that's cares? why it's the it worst. I'm not saying it's it was still, bad. But it was still good. I said,
1: I, I, oh what are you God, talking dude. about? I I gave it you like say, a one at least. i never buy it on
0: vinyl. I'm, I'm fussy. Unless I'm it was like it a vinyl. dollar. Unless if a it dollar. was a dollar, I'd buy no, it. See, that's silly boy talk. Come on, come on. How
1: is that silly boy talk? If it was a dollar, I'd buy it. Talk.
0: If it was it's three dollars, I'd talks. buy it. If it was ten dollars, you'd buy it too. I know. you There
1: mean. has to be. See, like you, you're like one of those guys in the finals that like cries when he loses, not realizing that like there can only be one winner. There has to be a bottom, a bottom, a bottom tiered
0: how what is this comparison that doesn't make any fucking sense because you're complaining
1: something has to fill that bottom spot something has to be there
0: well, obviously yeah there has well, to I be Well, I don't a know bottom. if you know
1: that because you're complaining here something has to be there so yeah, why not fucking,
0: why not all you've done the, is talk shit on this record
1: why when not when it's really good why not put the record on the bottom that is completely ununique that is a rehash of all the same jokes that besides the first song which which I've already we've already covered is completely forgettable. Why not put that at the bottom?
0: Because it's better than that's you use your I'm fingers. That's because it's all, better yeah. than you use oh, your fingers.
1: Okay. That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh my God, dude. Obviously one of them has to be lower than the other. I mean, that's just how these lists that's how lists work.
1: Yeah, but like you watch these like, reality shows and there's like a group of twenty and there can only be one winner and every single person that gets voted off, they they cry and they can't believe like you all know only one of you is gonna win. Like you know, there has yeah. to be a bottom one. Why not pick the worst one? And no, I did that. No, that, that's fine. I did fine. that. I no, that, picked the fine, worst
0: but, one. But the worst one is not hard. That I, I understand. <laughs> like some, somebody has to the be the loser. One. Like somebody has to be in last place. Like that has to happen. I understand that. I'm not. I'm not complaining about that. I'm. What I'm irritated about is that you say that use your fingers is better than hard off, which it 100 percent it, it, is not. That's like it I said. That's objectively that silly boy
1: talk. and subjectively. Is better than Hard Off. Hard Off was, and I say this because I really mean it, not because this is the band, but Hard Off was dumb. <laughs> it was just dumb. <laughs> I know like Bloodhound Gang, oh, there's dumb, Let's laugh at fart jokes, do, do, do. I love fart jokes. I love yeah. I diaries and stuff. Who doesn't. Of yeah. course. It's hilarious. It's funny. Well, Hard Off is just dumb. Dumb.
0: <sighs> That's dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. Exactly. That's dumb.
1: Exact. That was a quote.
0: That was a quote straight from Ryan, right there. He probably heard yelling him. at me. Yeah, probably did. I think he's, I think I don't think he's home. I think he went to the movies. I think. He, I think now he goes to the movies on night on Mondays because he knows we pot. Why? Not just, that I. I don't know. Like I, just I, I've, just I've noticed that in recently. general. Being there in
1: general makes him mad. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know he can't hear me. Oh, he was so loud. Oh, what was it? Oh, it was uh... Had to been like last Thursday or something like that. He was like, it was like midnight and he's like screaming and cackling. And I haven't heard him be that loud in a long fucking time. Like I, I was shocked. Like, I don't know who he was playing games with, but he was like, like fuck yeah. Rah! And then, you God know, the, yo. the, the high pitched laugh he has, really? he was just doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but it was like extra loud. Oh my God! He Gage was. He like was a on lights one. out time. No, no. I mean, we're ev- all three of us are up pretty late. I mean, till like midnight, one o'clock. So, I don't know. I I can I I can only hear Balin when I go outside of my room, but once I'm in my room, I can't I can't hear him at all. But whatever. Um, Damn, girl. Okay, so, yeah, your number three is uh, use your fingers, and that's very stupid. Um. So my number three, Hooray for Boobies. You know, their third record, 99, like you said. Uh, this one, th- there's so much nostalgia with this record. I remember fucking going to Walmart and with Chris Murphy going to Walmart and not realizing that they only sold censored CDs. So we ended up, he ended up buying the censored version of Hooray for Boobies. And on the cover, it was actually like, like a cartoon picture of like a cow or something weird like that, like a yellow cover. It didn't look anything like the normal cover. And, uh, and yeah, it was censored and it was really stupid and really funny. And the song Mope, you know, the, the part with Pac-Man, that whole Pac-Man part in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the song, that, that entire part was not even on the song <laughs> on the, the censored <laughs> version. It was completely, that part was completely cut out. Yeah, it was, it was, I think even, there was one song that wasn't even on there at all. What was it? It might've been the vagina song. A 3.14 I can't remember You know that would have been Like anyways. a cool
1: A cool thing That they could have done Was re-release A lot of their albums With doing like Over-exaggerated
0: Censorships on them mm-hmm.
1: That would have been funny It could have been
0: really funny Yeah <laughs> It would be like The entire record Just bleeped,
1: Like that Gutter Mouth show In Irvine Where he, he would Replace all the <sighs> bad so words good. With like f- <laughs> Stupid
0: f- Like flowers <laughs> yeah. Or yeah.
1: Hearts Or whatever the fuck You would say
0: yeah, because fucking Nord- the idiots in Nordstrom thought it would be a good idea to put Gutter Mouth on at a mall. I know. Like, <laughs> that entire that entire show was put on by Nordstrom. That was I so just, dumb. I it made no I, sense.
1: I don't understand.
0: But anyway, yeah, my 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 th- my third one is uh, is Ray for boobies. I I love this record. My favorite song. It, it was hard to choose a favorite, but Mope. Mope is is just. I know every word to this song. I watched this video. I can't even tell you how many times because I had it. I recorded it on a VHS tape, and man, I would just watch this video over and over again because it's so dumb. And and then kind of like as I got older, I realized oh, they're sampling a lot of shit in here. Like the main hook is obviously uh, the Frankie Goes to Hollywood song, and then the the big guitar riff that's just Slayer's uh, Raining Blood, but slowed down like significantly. <laughs> and I d- actually didn't realize that till I was like into my twenties. I I was listening to it. I'm like, why does this sound so familiar now? And then I realize it's Raining Blood by Slayer. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a mess of a song, honestly. It's a real, truly it's just a fucking mess. But I love it. Love the record. Uh, glad I have it on vinyl. Glad I didn't blow it. Um just really rubbing that one in for you. But yeah. there you go. That's my number three. Hooray for Boobies. It's a cool it's looking vinyl, to that, too.
1: Yeah. Like like it's a clear vinyl and the what do you call it, like the labels in the middle the of, center the, of the label, record? Yeah. yeah, the center label is, is like like a boob, boobies. It's a boob, yeah. And it's double LP, so if you were, I don't know, whoever would do that. I mean, I probably would the first time. You would lay them out <laughs> next to each other, and it looks like two boobies looking at you.
0: Yeah, I know. And then the the little spindle in the middle of your record player goes right through the nipple. So you've got pokey nipples.
1: Dang, but see, that's it's, it's, that's,
0: that's, that's it's clever. That's it's clever yes. for sure uh but yeah I know I love this record and and the vinyl has uh has some remixes on the on side d as well uh but yeah it's cool good stuff man if anybody out there uh you know has the chance pick it up jeff pick it up now uh what do you got for your number two cool.
1: uh number two one fear spear coaster all right their second album ninety six yeah. like i said earlier this is such a different album from use your fingers this one this is way more focused way more cohesive every song in this album seems like it was crafted and doesn't seem like anything was just thrown on here yes Mm -hmm. i agree that use your fingers is very like diy in the sense it was just a bunch of kids who wrote songs and thought they were good and threw them on an album some of them were good some of them weren't good but (laughs) one for your beer coaster is now, like, we got a band. We have a band making music, not just individuals working together to make songs in some capacity. We got a band mm-hmm. making music, and it's good. And there's, uh, I mean, so I see some highly controversial stuffs, but it represents <laughs> yeah. something, like, truly unique about this time period. It's, it's so damn fun. Like, dude, the mid-'90s were just a time where you could say damn near anything you wanted. Mm-hmm. Like you really could, except for like fuck. Like saying fuck in movies was always. Remember, like the whole like, get shorty, be cool, and be cool, Travolta says. You only say fuck one time in a PG 13 movie. But <laughs> yeah. how much like misogyny, how much like racism, how much.
0: Uh, you could say anything you know, Homophobia, you everything, yeah. As long as it wasn't the word matter. fuck. <laughs> or shit. The word fuck or shit. Fuck or like shit. You couldn't, you couldn't mess say. with those. Yeah.
1: But you could say anything else. And this, this album like <laughs> truly represents that to the max. But not mm-hmm. in not like an aggressive way. It's always in, in I mean that's as as lighthearted as you can get, I guess. It's always in like a more lighthearted delivery. And it's uh, besides subject matter, I think this is and again, I said earlier my, my list is a little subjective. When I say a little, it's a lot subjective based on nostalgia. <laughs> this is the best that they've ever done instrument wise. Like instrumentation, oh, yeah. This is the best by far. But I, I I I couldn't put number one just because it was hard. It was hard. But that's actually I, pretty
0: easy to put a number one.
1: If I did this based on like objectivity, this would have been my number one. But it's not. It's my number two. But lift your head up high and blow your brains out. <laughs> that's my favorite because so you brought that one to the pod, and I never heard this album in its entirety <laughs> either. And I thought that song was so good.
0: But I have never heard it prior to that. I it's so wild to me. Uh,
1: I don't remember if I have, but I, I, yeah, I, I, it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. Like some of the other stuff's are, it was like, damn, this is just a really good fucking tune. This is just surprisingly good, catchy song. And after listening to so much Bloodhound Gang, it's hard to get behind like the Bad Touch being like one of their biggest songs just because, man, there's so much better stuff out there that could have been it.
0: Not to say that's a bad song because it is a really good song, but there's like the, yeah there's so much better shit out there one time we're the end, end we least.
1: were we we were on a booze cruise with the with the old roommates and and I don't know if I told you this story or if, or if you heard it in some capacity but there we did karaoke every night on the booze cruise just cuz mm-hmm. we're stuck on a fucking boat what else are you gonna do and we would sing but we were out there like mingling with people our age you know we were in our mid 20s and we were mingling with people in their mm-hmm. mid 20s so this guy comes up and he's he's got to be like mid 40s and he sings the Bad Touch. And it's the most <laughs> awkward, uncomfortable thing like I've ever seen. <laughs> and he was like, like the whole like put your hands down my pants part. Like his hands went down yeah. his pants. <laughs> and, but then like right before Ryan had the gorilla vest and he pulled it off for Bon Jovi. But oh for God, some I reason. I forgot about the gorilla vest. That guy I totally singing, forgot about that. Dude, that uh, guy singing the Bad Touch had that place quiet as his church. Nobody clapped. Everyone was just mm-hmm. like in awe of how uncomfortable this guy was. He didn't crack a smile. As soon as he was done with his song, he just left and went and did whatever the fuck he was doing.
0: I don't know. Never saw him again.
1: But I will <laughs> never forget it, how that was. That was for sure the most awkward karaoke performance I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so forever oh, now, whenever, seen whenever all the of Bad Ryan's Touch. performances. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was. <laughs> Leaps and bounds more awkward. So whenever I hear the bad touch now, that's all I think of is that guy burned in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, One Fears Beer Coaster.
0: Uh, that is your number two. Well, it's my number one. So I mean we could talk about a little bit more. This is uh man, I like like you said, this is the best thing they did instrumentation wise. This was um Spanky G the 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 drummer. He was very young. I think he was like 16 when he joined the band or 17. And he was actually a pretty damn good drummer. He he played on this record and he played on Hooray for Boobies. And then he uh, he quit because of uh, harassment. He was just, you never watched the DVD, right? No. No. Well, the, the DVD, Friend of the Pod, Sean, had the D, he got the DVD when we were in high, like freshman year of high school. And we watched it together and it was just, we had to like stop it and then watch it, watch the rest of it later, because it was so uncomfortable. Like, it was, it was sad, like, how much they fucking bullied this guy. Like, it was, it was on the verge of just, like, like, I don't know, man, I can't even explain it. Like, you have to watch it and just feel how uncomfortable it is. But then there were other parts that were just so funny, but then they were interspersed with, like, the, the awkwardness of them just bullying the shit out of this guy. And you could totally tell like why he left because they fucking treated him like shit. But uh, but yeah, anyway, this Terrible. is uh, this this dude it was I can't even explain it to you. This shit, would, I mean, the shit they did in the nineties to this guy would not like they would probably be arrested. Honestly, like it was you fucked. You up. think
1: like okay, why the fuck did why would he stay there? They weren't I don't know massive at this point. Why would you stay there? Why did his parents allow him to stay there? Why did they do
0: that know. to him? I don't know. I do not know. I will say this too. If if you ever do watch the DVD, and there's a reason why it's not on YouTube. Um, and the reason is because there are so many wieners. <laughs> like male genitalia. Like it is just every other shot, every other scene is either a, one of the guys in the band's wiener or just a wiener in general. Like th- it's... It's unreal why this was even released, <laughs> but dude, they, they fuck with the, every member fucks with each other so bad, like doing just like the most the most uh, gay panic stuff you could possibly think of. Like this, the DVD is unreal; it's absolutely unreal. But I would, bet people should go watch it just to understand what this pen was about in the nineties.
1: What life it's was fun. like in the nineties.
0: We what life? Yeah, no, honestly, and it's funny because like, you, like if you go on YouTube, you can find like the uh, the deleted scenes from the DVD, but not the actual DVD. And all the comments talk about like, you know, people are all the comments say like, oh, this is like this was touring, this was this was what like touring was like in the U.S. in the '90s. Like every band acted like this, every band did this, and that's why a lot of bands didn't succeed because they were just so bored and they would just fuck with each other so bad that they would like want to kill each other. So I don't know it, it, it's a crazy DVD, but, but pick it up, but regardless, this is uh some of the be- some of their best songs are on this one, and my favorite song off of "One Fear's Beer Coaster" is "Lift your head up high and blow your brains out as well," to the point where in my senior year my my you could have a little quote below your your senior picture in the yearbook, and my quote was, "Life is short and hard like a bodybuilding elf," and that was my, that was my fucking quote, <laughs> and nobody got it, and that's fine i enjoyed it i laughed at it that the school actually printed that into their yearbook yearbook a fucking bloodhound gang lyric so i always love that line and then you know <sighs> there's some questionable moments not just the song yellow fever but you know i wish i were queered it so i can get chicks that has some questionable stuff in it oh god i don't know great record regardless of the the craziness and the non-PC stuff but there you go that's my number one and okay. then so yeah my, my number two was hefty fine and then so your number one was hefty fine so yeah that'll just like you know bleed into the main episode where we get into hefty fine from blood on gang so go check it out uh yeah and let's fucking no outro that's it that's all